Welcome to the Swike Podcast, the only podcast that shares the stuff you didn't know you needed to know about jobs, careers, and life. The Swike Podcast, the stuff I wish I knew earlier. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Swike Stuff I Wish I Knew Earlier, the podcast. We're here with uh, Mintika uh, English Palmer, and I hopefully I didn't totally butcher that, um, but uh, I know you go by Minty. Um, and would love to hear a little bit more about your journey. We'll try to get into kind of what you're doing now as, as kind of a, a aspiring YouTuber, we'll get into your background in like media studies and stuff of like that, and talk about uh, kind of a lot of the influences as a kid. So why don't you start off by telling us a little bit about what you're doing right now? Of course, thank you, Luki. Um, so basically right now, I'm a senior motivator at Good Life Fitness, but obviously due to the lockdown, I haven't been able to work, but I have been able to focus on my passions such as becoming a YouTuber, being an Instagrammer and an influencer. So during the lockdown, I've just been focusing on bettering my craft, focusing on learning new social media marketing tactics, and also just focusing on myself and what I'd like to be remembered by. That's amazing. And I love to step back and, and talk to folks and learn about them uh, and their influences growing up. So can you talk to us a little bit about uh, what were you like as a kid? Um, what are kind of like the earliest memories that you remember and like, what were you like growing up? Oh, yeah, sure. Um, so as a kid, I was actually really shy and reserved. Mm. Um, I loved, but I was always like a humorous kid. Like I loved making jokes and making people laugh. And I was always like very interested in activities. I was, I was in choir. I was in chess club. I was in stamp club. I was in like a lot of activities and I did a lot of sports. Also, I did basketball, volleyball, soccer, badminton. Yeah, I was always very involved. Um, I think that had to do with my dad. He was always really into sports. Mm -hmm. So he kind of encouraged me to do sports. And also I was really into track, track and field so much to the point where I thought I would be a track and field star, like okay. when I got older. And yeah, that's how I really was as a kid. I always felt like a little bit lost though. I never, I always had friends, but I always just felt kind of lost. Like I wasn't, like I didn't fit in. So okay. I always did okay. things that were just out of the ordinary, I guess. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about that. So you being a little bit lost, not fitting in, like how did mm -hmm. like that manifest itself? And then how did you ultimately overcome it or have you overcome it? Are you still kind of yeah. on the journey? <laughs> um, so I guess like growing up, I don't know, I would say I was always like just different in a way. Like people just didn't relate to me, I guess. I don't know. I was always like, I always like to be out of the ordinary. I like to like make jokes and be like funny and just be crazy. Um, and then I guess during like, during the end of high school, I think I became more confident in myself. I started to like really focus on what made me happy and just focused more on what on, on myself and my confidence and self-love. That's a big thing for me. Cool. So you, uh, throughout the journey, or, or at least on your university side, you decided to take um, a, a degree in, in media studies. So how did some of those influences of, of doing lots of sports, doing a lot of clubs and all these sort of stuff, how, how did that influence your decision to go into media studies? Okay, so um, in high school, I kind of stopped doing sports. Um, okay. I, I, focused, um, I focused more on like my studies and like science and, and really um, and math and accounting. And um, I guess like in high school, I was really obsessed with YouTubers and watching YouTube. Okay. And I just always wanted to become them. I always told myself, like, I want to be this person. Like, <laughs> that was something I was really passionate about. So around um, grade 12, I decided to 
apply for media studies because that was the only program that was like media related in UFT Scarborough. So I decided to get into that. But unfortunately, like it wasn't the program I wanted. Like when I got into it around the second year, I kind of realized it wasn't the program that I thought it would be. I thought it would be more like more hands on. I thought it would be more like teaching me about cameras, how to create content, but it was more like print based and textbook based. Mm. So yeah, around the around second year, that's when I decided to launch my YouTube channel and focus on and like teach myself YouTube and focus on creating content. So tell us about that that decision. So as a shy and reserved kid, right, a little mm-hmm. bit humorous, kind of joking around. So it sounds yeah. like that you you even though you were shy, you still wanted to you still wanted some attention, right? Yeah. <laughs> With folks, and then mm-hmm. uh, was it difficult for you to kind of record your your first video? Uh, was it was it challenging to that, or how did you decide like what topic to to record or, or describe that process? So yeah, I was always very shy and reserved, and I honestly. At one point, I really didn't like people calling me shy. So because like in, inside, I felt like I was so outgoing, but like people would say, oh, you're so shy and stuff. And I would really hate that. So um, the year I started, I decided to launch my YouTube channel was like me trying to be like, I'm not shy, like I can do this. And um, I decided to do like a little dance video to like Drake's new album. I'm really <laughs> I'm a big fan of Drake. So um, I just I decided to do that because his album had just come out and I thought it would get a lot of views. So yeah, that was my process for creating that YouTube channel. So if we the went first... for, further back and even talked about like the uh, I guess interest in, in YouTube uh, together, right? So if if you yeah. say, well, I just watched a YouTube video and instantly fell in love, is that as simple as mm-hmm. it was, or or is there more of a process to that? Um, so there was always this YouTuber that I was obsessed with. His name was Kingsley. Okay. And um, I, I got into him in like 2009. Okay. And okay. during then, like during that time, he was just the only YouTuber that was big, that was like also black. Okay. So like I can also relate on that aspect because there wasn't a lot of like black YouTubers um, back in like 2009. So I really related to him that way. And he was just so funny and outgoing. And I just, I, I just always watched his videos and I just wanted to be him. Like I was like, I could do this. I could, I could create content and make people laugh. So he was really my inspiration for starting YouTube. That's amazing. So you have this inspiration uh, and mm-hmm. then you're also uh, taking media studies or did you decide to do the, the YouTube channel before uh, you enrolled in media studies? Um, I started the YouTuber, uh, sorry, the YouTube channel while I was in media studies. Okay, so, so you've studied and realized, okay, it didn't give you all the hands-on stuff that you wanted. Yeah. And then you decide, okay, you know what? I'm going to do this anyway. <laughs> I'm just going to yeah. re- record one. So what, what was the process like? Because I know a lot of folks who are, want to start something, they mm-hmm. uh, let kind of perfection get in the way where I need like all oh, the most high-tech or sophisticated camera or like angles and like lighting versus some folks like, you know what? I'm just going to use my phone. <laughs> it's, it's good enough. Do that. So, yeah. so how, how was that process like? So you were going to record uh, a video for Drake. Um, mm-hmm. And is there any setup or just kind of like, screw it, I'm just going to wing it and, and, and make it up as I go along? What was your process? In, in that um, so a year before I started my YouTube channel, I actually worked in a camera store. Okay. So while I was while I was in the camera store, um, I learned like how to use the camera and how to record by my um, my coworkers. So once I figured out all that stuff, I, I decided to buy myself a discounted camera. I bought sure. myself a tripod and a mic and I set up my um. I set up for the my first YouTube video and yeah, that's how I, that was my process. I didn't really 
like obviously in my beginning videos the lighting wasn't the greatest and I didn't really know about lighting and stuff but like mm -hmm. once I figured that out my videos are now better cool and, and then what's the process like so you you put pay, put that first video on and then uh there's you don't have a million subscribers you're, you're still kind of uh, moving forward but how do you kind of go through um the thought where a lot of people want to be youtube famous and and they automatically want a thousand ten thousand a million subscribers right away um but how many uh kind of likes and views did the, did the first one get and then what was the process before you you got to the, the second and third and, and and future future videos so my first video, honestly, I knew I wasn't going to get a lot of views or likes or anything. But um, what I did was like, I, I made sure that I like marketed my video very nicely. Like I marketed on, on Instagram, on Twitter. I sent it to all my friends. And actually, I managed to get like 100 views, which is not bad for like a first video. Um, and then in future videos, I just in my mind, I just told myself that like, if I don't get the views, it doesn't really matter. Like, I'm just going to push out content. I'm just going to make content and whoever sees it, sees it. Like, this is just something I enjoy to do. So like the views don't matter too much to me. Um, but like, as I started to like learn about different content and figure out what it is I wanted to create, I started getting more views and more subscribers. So like, I would suggest for anyone who wants to get into YouTube, just figure, just keep making videos and figure out what kind of content you do want to make. And, and just make it like um, the views shouldn't matter too much to you and the likes, they, they will come eventually. That, that's awesome. And then what does the discussion with, with family sound like? Because uh, I mean, when I was growing up, it was always like uh, doctor, lawyer, accountant, engineer, mm -hmm. right? And, and, and a lot of that still stays uh, t to date. But uh, mm -hmm. like YouTube is definitely growing where uh, a lot more people are like uh, YouTube millionaires <laughs> and stuff mm -hmm. like that um, yeah. and, uh, with, with subscribers and sponsors and things like that. Um, mm -hmm. How was the conversation with, with parents? Were they, were they pretty, pretty open to that and, and supportive mm -hmm. of it? And then um, describe kind of the, the, the family situation. So if there's like uh, siblings, older, younger, that might have paved the way or not paved the way for you, how, how is the, the, the situation at home to, to kind of get started on that front? So my parents have always been really supportive, but obviously um, growing up, like I was an A and B student. So they always wanted me to be like a doctor or an accountant because I was really good at math. Um, but I knew that wasn't what I wanted to do because like I'm a little stubborn and I, I just knew I was going to do whatever made me happy. So but they've been very supportive and I have an older sister and she's honestly been really supportive. Like she actually bought me my mic. She bought me my tripod. She's bought me a lot of the equipment um, to create my content. So, yeah, my family in general, they've just been very supportive of what I want to do. They just want to see me happy. And is it an artistic household? Like you mentioned that you were good at, uh, at, at math and stuff too. So mm -hmm. the, uh, thought to become a doctor accountant, but uh, was the family influences, were they more on like the business side, the science mm -hmm. side or, or uh, other side? Um, well, my mom's a PSW okay. and then my dad's a carpenter. So it's like, it's not even related to what I want to do, but, um, well, but yeah, there's think... some artistic aspects to it. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. true actually. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, my, and my dad used to do music too. So I guess okay. his influence kind of influenced me. He's really into like art and like sports and yeah. So he really influenced me when I was younger. That's awesome. So, so, so talk to us a little bit about your kind of creative journey. So, so you, you create the first uh, video and it gets a uh, hundred views and you're like, well, it's not about the views anyway. I'm just going to create whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, content that, that uh, I want to create then, then what's your thought process on, okay, 
the, the next video and the next video? Like, how, how did you come up with uh, the different videos? And then, uh, like, yeah, what's your thought process now as you're kind of continuing to create videos? Mm -hmm. So um, in the beginning, my thought process was just to create videos that I wanted to create. So I did a lot of dance videos. I did a lot of, um, like, weight loss videos. I did a few... Um, like videos where I just talked about like stuff that was happening in the news and shared my opinions on those. And they would get like some views, but I realized that that wasn't the way to go. So I started to create content that like I wanted to create and that would also get me some views. So like now I'm creating more reaction videos because I know those get like a lot of views and I like reacting to new music videos and new content that's going on. And I also do mukbangs here and there. Um, I love just like eating on camera and just talking about different situations. So that's really fun. And I also do vlogs and talk about like self-love and talk about like weight loss journeys and stuff like that. that that's amazing. So yeah, I, what I'm hearing is really focusing on the, the content that you love, but also be, be aware of what the market is looking for, right? Because if you're just creating stuff that, that you love, uh, yeah, it, that, that might um, amount to something at, at some point because uh, there's always a niche for everything. But if you take a look at, I can create the content that I love plus incorporate it with something that uh, is trending or whatever, then that's a, a great um, way to do things. So um, how about talking about um, kind of your journey into, into good life? And, and uh, it seems like there's an element of health in there where you had um, lots of sports uh, that, that you were doing and then you stopped in high school <laughs> and then somehow you, you restarted in, in, uh, in good life. So what was that journey like? So I always wanted to work in Good Life because I've always been like a member at Good Life. I've always, I've always worked out in the gym and I always liked like going to the gym and like really focusing and bettering yourself and your body. I really find that very important. So once I got um, the job, I was so happy and I just it's really like inspiring to see members like months later and they've just like they've re reached their goals they've lost weight and they're just like, they're just so happy to just work out. And it's also really um, awesome to like um, work out for free. <laughs> That's really fun. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but yeah, so I just, I just always was into working out and just weight loss and weight loss journey and just being healthy. Sounds good. So, so what are some of the, uh, the key milestones that you've had in addition to that? So uh, obviously getting, uh, starting your YouTube channel, um, mm -hmm getting hired at uh, at good life or are there any other uh milestones that kind of come to mind that that uh, kind of shaped uh, where you are in your journey right now um yeah so starting my youtube channel was a big thing sure. um also just uh reaching like some of the goals i've reached like with youtube is yeah. really inspiring like my view count is really is is pretty high um i'm getting more subscribers and also um, graduating university is a big milestone for me too, because sure. I, I never thought I would even go to university. So that was really, um, being the first like university graduate in my family is really inspiring. It's a really big milestone for me. Cool. So, so talk to us a little bit about that, like in, in terms of that journey. So, I mean, the precedent was not sent before uh, and mm -hmm. then probably a lot of high expectations too. Uh, so, so what was what was that journey like? Like, I'm, I'm guessing there's a lot of um, pressures in terms of a doctor, lawyer, whatever. Well, I'm going to take media studies instead and become a YouTuber. <laughs> and, and then this program is not exactly what you what you wanted or, or what you thought it would be. Um, what, what was that? Um, uh, what was that journey like? Um, so I was always yeah, I was kind of pressured by my family to do university, even though 
nobody else in my family graduated, but it's okay. Um, so yeah, I was like pressured to do university, even though I didn't really want to, but I really wanted that paper. And I know how, how important that paper, that diploma is like that BA mm -hmm. is. So I, I decided to do media studies, something I'm, I enjoy. I didn't want to do a program that I like, that wasn't related to something I enjoyed, but even though during in the program, I didn't, it wasn't exactly what I wanted. I still made uh, like promise to myself that I would graduate and get this paper because I already started and I didn't I didn't know what other program to switch to, so I just like pushed myself each each year and finally I graduated and it was it was amazing like I got, went to the graduation my family was there they they were just so happy to see that I got a BA. And just out of curiosity, so did you consider like college programs or it was really just university or bust? Um, I actually didn't even consider college. I just, university was what my parents wanted. So I just, I went to university. <laughs> sure. So it sounds like that uh, there was kind of deep family ties in there to say, you know what, I want to mm -hmm. make mom and dad proud. And uh, they, they got their convocation, I guess. Uh, did, did, did you convocate during COVID or before COVID? No, before COVID. So, so they actually got the, the proper ceremony and then like the, the, the gowns and diplomas. Okay. So that was a uh, good uh, for, for them. Cause yeah, I don't know about the folks that, that were graduating during these times, like what uh, sort of experience that would be for them. But uh, yeah, so you, you um, graduated and then uh, you, I guess, entered the workforce in terms of uh, good life and, and started the YouTube channel um, mainly because um because of covid or were, were there other well obviously you always wanted to do it but it obviously covid gave you a little bit more time and energy and, and efforts and stuff like that right so so walk us through kind of uh the, the next steps you're um starting your, your your channel you've got a couple thousand views on on a bunch of videos here and there and, and you're you're uh, increasing your subscriber subscriber count so for those that are tuning in please subscribe to the channel i'm sure we'll, we'll link it up in, in the show notes as, as well but uh what are kind of your uh, goals and aspirations and, and what's kind of the, the, the plan in order to kind of build up to uh, whatever level of success that you want? Um, so basically, I don't like to like um, look into the future, like focus too much on the future. Um, I really like to live in the moment, in the present moment. But if I was to think about the future, I really just want to become like a YouTube partner this year. Okay. Um, every year, every month I've been um, like thinking of a goal for myself like of how much subscribers I want for this month, this month, this month. And hopefully by the end of like December, I'm, I have like, I'm a YouTube partner. So that's like my goal right now. Um, I also really want to get into social media marketing. So I've been kind of teaching myself different things, like different tactics in social media marketing, what I need to know about it. And I want to get like a career in social media marketing too, because I'd love to help other businesses like build their brand awareness and just like grow their um grow their following so that's something i really want to do and yeah i just i really want to be an entertainer public figure and yeah sounds good like lots of great aspirations and uh if you were able to give yourself the the, the younger you maybe in high school maybe in university some swike the stuff i wish i knew earlier what are some of the things that you would share um i think number one is that i would tell myself that like it's okay like it's okay to be different like, I think something about me is like in high school, I was very like insecure and I, and I wanted to like, um, make my YouTube channel in high school, but I was very like insecure of what my peers would think. I was afraid of like what, 
what they would say, how they would judge me. And so I wish I would, I told myself that like, it's okay to just be yourself, to be unique and just be who you are. Um, something else I would tell myself is that um, post-secondary will not, will not hundred percent guarantee you a job after graduation. Sure. Um, because I think a lot of people think that once you go to like university and college, you'll get a job in your field. But sometimes it's not the case. Sometimes you just have to kind of do what you're passionate about and just um, figure out where you want to go. Like not every job is going to, not every job is going to accept you just because of the program you were in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So for that first one about um, being different and insecure, do you think uh, I, I, you would listen to yourself? Because <laughs> sometimes yeah. I'm sure your parents and, and, and other folks around you that love you mm -hmm. supported you and, and told you kind of the same thing. But what mm -hmm. was the thing that, that helped you overcome it? Um, was, was it just ultimately like getting, getting older or were there certain experiences that really helped you kind of uh, be more secure and comfortable with yourself? I think just getting older, like um, once I graduated high school, I just got this confidence. I don't know where I got it, but like, I just felt more comfortable in my skin. And I just felt, I guess it's because like when you're in university, there's just so many different people. Like there's just like, there's people that are into math, people that are into science, like everyone is just very different. And you can, you, you find yourself more in post-secondary. So I guess like I found myself and I just became comfortable with who I was and I gained more confidence. So that's why I decided to launch my YouTube channel in post-secondary. That's interesting. So what I'm hearing is uh, if, if you're in high school and if you're one of those people who are uh, have, have low self-esteem, low confidence mm -hmm. or insecure or whatever, then uh, keep in mind that uh, you'll graduate and, and you'll kind of graduate into a bigger world of more possibilities. And you realize that a lot of that stuff wasn't even important because um, mm -hmm. in kind of the small compounds of, of high school, it seems like uh, any little thing is a huge deal. Uh, but mm -hmm. you realize that eh, it's, it's, it's not that big of a deal um, out there. Um, so I, yeah, I'd be curious if, if you would actually have listened to yourself because <laughs> sometimes mm -hmm. in that moment, uh, you probably wouldn't have had anything, but uh, sometimes it's just the, the fact that, hey, graduated and, and done. And now um, I, I have that uh, experience and realization. Um, mm -hmm. And on the, um, the, the job after graduation. So what was uh, kind of your journey? Because uh, uh, got the role at uh, at Good Life, um, mm -hmm. but was that was that a difficult um, process for you? Because most folks, well, assume that you're going to like media studies or something like that. Mm -hmm. uh, what's the process to, to kind of uh, rationalize between the, the the difference of of, of outcomes? So um, after I graduated, I like applied to so many different like <laughs> media related. Um, jobs I applied to like Bell and like Rogers and stuff like that but I was just always getting rejected so um, my process was like I worked a, a few different jobs like before I mean after graduating like I worked at um I worked at TIFF for one point I worked at um, chapters also and I just I just didn't feel like this was where I wanted to be so like once I um, applied to Good Life and I got that job I was just so happy like because I always wanted to work at Good Life Fitness and it was something like kind of related to what I want to do, like not in terms of YouTube, but like just the wellness and like health aspect. So I was really happy about that. But like, obviously um, there is, like I do want to get into social media marketing. It's just kind of tough because it's like a very competitive field. So I'm just continuing to like learn different things and just make my resume look good. And then hopefully I get a career in social media marketing. 
That's awesome. So, so what I took from that is uh, don't always focus on the, the usual suspects, right? Like the big companies where all the meeting conglomerates and stuff like that, right? Um, oh. You can also take a look at some of your side passions and say, well, if you're interested in health, then, then good life is a good place to, to go to. And the perks of uh, getting a free gym membership and access to the facilities is probably good as well. Um, mm-hmm. So if you are going to go down there, find uh, an area where you love. And uh, yeah, at the end of the day, keep at it because you're still young, you're still early in your journey, and there's still a lot more to uh, kind of observe and, and, and talk about. And uh, thanks so much for for sharing uh, all those insights. And, and we'd love to have you back and talk a little bit more about some of those other things. Uh, like, I'm really curious about the whole concept of like, like self-love and, and then uh, really hearing about your journey as we go through, because I'd love to hear uh, how you uh, become what the next um, Kingsley <laughs> would probably be a, a good thing to, to look out for. So uh, yeah, any other parting words that you'd want to share with folks uh, as we kind of end off? Um, I just want to say one thing. You're never too old to go back to school. If you want to study something else, like just go and like, just do it. You're never too old. And whether you're 30, 40, 50, like if you want to study something else and get into a different field, go back to school. <laughs> I think that that's awesome. So one, one uh, caveat to that is I would encourage you to make sure you go to school for the learning and not for the piece of paper, right? <laughs> so, Because uh, unfortunately, some, some folks do go back for uh, a nice degree, which is, is okay. But uh, if you did it for the learning and making sure you, you know what you're doing, I think that's a much better use of your time. So uh, uh, thanks so much for, for uh, joining us, Matika, and, and uh, we'll hopefully get you back for a future episode. Thank you. Thanks for joining us on the Swike Stuff I Wish I Knew Earlier, the podcast. If you like the podcast, please subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you found this podcast. And if you can give us a review, that would be very appreciated. Feel free to contact me on LinkedIn at Luki Danu, L-U-K-I-D-A-N-U, and the same on most social media platforms, and I look forward to hearing from you. Thanks. Bye.